0: Pop my culture. Pop my culture.
1: Everyone. Pop my culture. Pop my culture. Pop my culture.
0: Everyone.
1: It's the Pop My Culture Podcast with your hosts, Cole Stratton and Vanessa Ragland. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton.
2: And I'm Vanessa Ragland. Hey, V, how are you today? Pretty great, Cole. How are you?
1: I'm pretty great. Got a very sultry low voice this morning. Yeah,
2: you know, it's just a lovely day here in Los Angeles, and uh, I'm sick of being high energy. Because sometimes people think I'm drunk.
1: That's true. That's true. (laughs) In
2: fairness, sometimes you are drunk. It's true. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for coming to the show, guys. Uh,
1: Really fun guest today. Uh, Yet another person in our collect the entire state set. Yeah. As we've had many guests. We're gonna get there. Uh, Michael Showalter, who's one of the founding members of the state, as well as in things like Stella, What Hot American Summer, The Baxter. He's a dreamboat. Yeah. The Topics Podcast. Um, Cole, you're gonna gonna have to leave
2: this one because I'm Twitter (laughs) Twitterpated.
1: Oh boy (laughs) All right, Thumper We'll we'll, do what we can So uh, And uh, if you listen to the first question And leave an answer on our website for this episode You have a chance to win Either a What Hot American Summer DVD Or a Stella Season 1 set Signed by Michael Showalter
2: Yeah So go to
1: our website PopMyCulturePodcast.com Give that a shot uh, also, we are almost entirely listener-supported. We
2: are, and we really thank everyone for every little bit they give, because it really helps us make this show. If you donate
1: any amount, uh, more than a cent, let's be honest.
2: Y- yeah. You know what? You half-cent people have <laughs> really been crushing our buzz. Uh, if you
1: donate any amount, we will uh, give you a shout-out on a future episode in a goofy way, usually. Uh, so today, uh, we have a couple people to thank. And so we're not doing it goofily today. Right. Uh, we This is amazing. Yeah. I was going through a trunk, and um, let's say I have an attic, and uh, sure. I found some letters. <laughs> letters from a civil war soldier writing be home. blowing the dust off of them um and they like like in the movie frequency somehow he knew that we needed to thank these people yeah so and the
2: letters actually correspond with the donations we yeah, got it's so
1: creepy it's pretty amazing and am freaking out right so uh let's uh let's go ahead and uh and check these letters out shall we yeah here they are dear terry things are hard on the front but the exturations you sent the Pop My Culture podcast are helping keep our morale up. I hope things are going great back in Tallahassee or wherever you are now. All right, there's another one here, oh, too. Oh,
2: oh, this looks like a love letter. My dearest Benjamin, I hope you enjoyed what we put out there for you. I certainly enjoyed what you sent me. The little... Coins you put in that leather pouch surely have eased the pain of your presence being gone. Come back to me, Ben, or at least keep sending me money.
1: Yours, Pumpsa Podcast. Nice. Oh, there's uh, one more here. Oh. Uh, let me read this one. My dearest Sheila, it's an old woman. <laughs> uh, sure it is. <laughs> my dearest Sheila, how how are you, my dear? How's your brother's gout? getting better i just want to thank you a good deal for the kind thoughts and words you sent me being the oldest lady on the front lines here don't know why i'm fighting this war but somehow i felt like i needed to i don't even really sound like a lady anywho thanks again for your donation it really means a lot
2: beautiful. What a horrible war. It was just grandmother against grandmother. (laughs) Same lines.
1: (laughs) Thank you guys for donating. And we apologize for that. Uh, Also, you can email us
2: Info at popmyculturepodcast.com.
1: We read them all. We'll write you back. Guest suggestions, welcome. If you just want to say hi, whatever. We
2: will appreciate your sentiment and we'll return some sentiments to you. Probably
1: not in a sing-song manner.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can expect it to be sing-song, <laughs> honey. Okay.
1: <laughs> and uh, finally, go to iTunes if you like the show. Leave us a review. Just,
2: you know, realize that we're doing this for free and you're listening for free and we're, really, we're not trying to bother you. Just keep those things in mind when you write the
1: review. And if you ask what's wrong with the woman, one listener did. Uh, just know the woman reads them okay. There's a lot of things that are right.
2: Can we <laughs> hey, just put it that way? Thanks, Cole.
1: Yeah. Thanks. Hey, you're welcome.
2: That's what I should tell myself in the morning. Well, <laughs> there's a few things that are going okay.
1: <laughs> you can also check us out on Pinterest, Facebook, or Twitter at PMC Podcast. Uh, let's get to our guest, shall we? I can't wait. Here we go. Uh, our guest today, well, he's a founding member of the state, you know, from things like Stella, the White Hot American Summer, the Topics Podcast. Michael Showalter is here. The fans
2: it's are going so wild Oliver in the background. Oliver. <laughs> Oliver's on his way that's out, right. buddies.
1: Hey, Michael, thanks for being Hi.
0: here, Hi, guys. This is great to be here. We're so excited to have you. I'm so excited really to be excited.
1: here. Well, let's start with all right. So there's this woman, uh, Justin Trydevil. I don't know I'm if that's sure her real name. Can't be Trydevil. It can't be. It can't be. Uh, she claims that she has a real third breast, or at least paid twenty thousand. Dollars to have a procedure to have a fake breast put in between her two normal breasts. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, she's been going on, like, she went on some, some radio shows and other stuff, too, and there's, like, selfie photos of her, like, in a bikini top with all three of them. Um, and she keeps saying that like it's real, it's real, it's real. But I only want to talk about it if well, no, I have not- a reality show.
2: Oh, like it's a real like she really went through the surgery. Like she's not trying to claim it's a real.
0: She's claiming she went through the surgery or whatever yeah. and had it added, as opposed to that it's just photoshopped or or like a or a prosthetic. of some sort. Right.
2: Yes,
1: that it's actually part of her that she went through the procedure mm-hmm. and paid twenty grand to do it or whatever. And
2: then Snopes and another like. You know, myth busting type of thing is like, it's not a real boob. It's this woman is crazy. Yeah.
1: It's, yeah.
2: But she says, Well, I'll see you that, but if you would give me a reality show, I'll tell you yeah. all the details. Right,
1: right. And she keeps like, she keeps doing that. Like, if you start, somebody starts to talk about it, she's like, Well, you know, I will talk about it, but only once I'm on camera and I have a reality uh-huh. show. So it's like, she needs to sign that contract first to make her 20K come back. What a
2: terrifying world. That we're living in. That this woman is holding us hostage. I mean, I don't care. Aren't there weirder things than the third boob that you decide to have put on?
1: I I just don't see how could you build an entire reality show around that. Like I could see like a a segment, a A segment on an existing reality show. It's like weird decisions. (laughs) It's half of a.
0: It's one third of a twenty-two minute show. Exactly. It's a seven-minute segment. It's It's, a seven-minute segment on a show called Weird Decisions. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's not an entire
1: series. on MTV eight or whatever it would be nowadays. Right.
2: I mean TLC already had Brittany and Abby, the conjoined twins. Yeah, that well, wins. they
0: do a lot of weird people stuff on that. show. They, they do. do. They the six hundred pound. They do shows about people who are six hundred pounds. Did you see the one with the guy that whose face was like a big the tree man? The yeah, yeah. Dee.
1: See all those things I understand because like every single day is a That's challenge. What they call him
0: Tree Man.
2: Yeah, the yeah the Tree Man, the man who turned into a tree because it's like the bark. He kind of well, then there was a guy
0: that had a, a, a sort of a growth on his face that became.
2: Oh, I don't think his, I saw like, him. Over his whole face.
0: What
2: really happened with him? Quite
0: rough. Um, Did they fix it? He has a surgery um, to have some portion of it removed. I actually couldn't keep watching. It's, it was really quite oh rough.
2: Some of those, those start are- out kind of fascinating. I like the medical shows sometimes. Oh, I love! Like- Did you
0: ever watch um, uh, 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 Mystery Diagnosis? Yes, it's like my favorite show. Oh, <laughs> it's so yeah. Yeah. you
2: can just get yeah. hooked, and it's then you start show. thinking about all the crazy things that like actually went right for you to be okay. Mm. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable.
1: Yeah, like, but I understand like the, how you could do a whole series on the conjoined twins or whatever. Because like every day is a different... It's got to be hard to go through life like that. What are the different obstacles? Three boobs, it's like...
2: That you decided to put on yourself. Right. People I'm would just be like, impressed.
1: oh, there's the
0: weirdo with three boobs. Right. Like There's nothing, and what would you like to drink? It's like people who get <laughs> their teeth sharpened yeah. or something like Any that. Any of those right. forked
2: tongue, that yeah, kind of it's thing. It's like,
0: okay, so you, you did that.
2: Way to go. Congratulations. Yeah,
0: congratulations. Right. Or you know, or the people that get the spider tech tat- You know, the face tattoos. Right. All oh, that person.
2: Who is the cat person? Oh, oh, that, sh-
0: oh Jocelyn. Is got- that her? Oh, oh, the cat lady. Yeah. Oh, oh Jocelyn yeah. W- Wildenstein or yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah.
2: She wanted to be like a big cat. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well,
2: good for her. But yeah, you can't really go that far because already they've shown their full mental cards in making the decision.
1: She looks like a cat, but she likes Mondays, so I don't trust it. <laughs> And she
2: doesn't eat lasagna. She doesn't ever. I call bull. <laughs> <laughs> um, all
1: right, so they released some photos of the Peter Pan Live that's coming December 4th. They took a page off of the whole uh, Sound of Music with Carrie Underwood
0: that was a giant hit. Even uh, what network good. are we talking about?
1: ABC, right?
0: Yeah, ABC. I so ABC's doing Peter Pan Live. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. So like, they rehearsed it a bunch. but Who's then, playing Peter Pan?
1: Uh, Alison Williams. Okay From girls Yeah uh, And then Captain Hook Is Christopher Walken Okay Which is interesting Yeah
2: I mean you can just imagine it so immediately But only in the Bad impression version You know right. Like you can just see Like yeah oh, That's how he'd be Captain
1: it's Hook It's got to run a- Put a lot of extra run time On the production though I think Because it takes it so long yeah, It takes a while you
0: know? They'll just
2: edit those parts out To get his <laughs> <But> delivery <laughs> smooth
0: But it's a live feed they do that. Peter Pan Come over here Peter <laughs>
2: And then she's oh. over there, and I'm like you, you look,
1: you look great. <laughs> uh, like I just can't imagine <laughs> how it's gonna go in real time. I mean, I saw him on Broadway in Be, uh, Behanding in Spokane that Martin McDonough yeah. played, and mm-hmm. he was really good in it. I mean, he's definitely still got some live chops and stuff like that. But
2: well, there's not really any doubting he's a great performer.
1: Yeah. but it's just Fantastic, a funny. I
2: thing to see unravel oh, and the picture is very bizarre too of him and her the promo picture he's in yeah. folk c- hook and she's in peter pan and she's sort of giving him side eye like i don't know about this
0: i think it's weird that she's playing peter pan
2: yeah, yeah. it's very that weird feels
0: like weird cast weirder casting than him playing captain hook because usually peter pan is a gymnast or an ice skater yeah right typically that's who plays peter pan
1: Yeah, it it seems a little weird to me too. And like when I think of her, like I mean, she's very pretty and stuff, but I don't think of her as like really youthful,
0: right? Like you know, crazy youthful. Yeah. Well,
2: she's not a little sprite of a person. That's what I'm saying. It's
0: like a little like they get uh, you know you know uh, Sandy Duncan as a famous right. You remember Sandy Duncan like totally very kind of like. Boyish, yeah. Co- young boy quality. Right.
1: Like, if I was thinking nowadays, I would pick more like a Carrie Mulligan or something like oh, that. that's yeah. interesting. You know what yeah, I mean? That's she's interesting. She's got that kind of... If she's right. got
2: the haircut yeah, she's got yeah, that Carrie a good, for
1: it. Yeah, Mulligan's
0: a good one. But well, but so then strange. they
2: chose Carrie Underwood to be Maria in Sound of Music. Mm-hmm. That's a strange pick. Yes, I mean, yes. they're going over some different... Like, right. we don't understand what's happening in that right. boardroom.
0: Yeah. Well... That that was easy It's like she's I think Hayden Panettiere Would be Oh yeah a, She would, would actually Peter Pan yeah, She would, she be, would good. be good Hayden, Do you watch Nashville? No
2: She can sing She can sing yeah.
0: Hayden But she's got the sort of And she's a gymnast small, Yeah She's like this sort of Just Small a little, firecracker. little Yeah a Little yeah. firecracker yeah. I could see that working
2: I bet she was up for it too That's what I'm gonna say okay. I'm gonna see you thinking She should be and say Somebody else thought that too Interesting well, interesting. let's make a call. I
1: mean, the biggest problem with the Carrie Underwood one was she can sing. She's a great singer, but she's not an actress. No. right. And, you know, it showed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was very community theater feeling to me, yeah. that whole thing. And but like, it was such a success. A huge success, yeah. Which is kind of
2: exciting if they can skew it uh, more to, like, what musicals are, which is people that are talented in all those regards, you know, instead of just a show. Like, I don't think it was just successful because it was a famous person who could sing. People like musicals
0: I, lo- I thought it was fantastic I mean I didn't watch it But I'm 100% all for it Yeah Like I can imagine uh, When our children Are of an- a certain age yeah. To watch these things That that would be something That they'll remember And think is fun And um, like How can you argue Against showing these old music You know doing these mm-hmm. old musicals Versus whatever else Doofus for Well like
2: Magical from. Night of Disney uh, y- yeah, yeah exactly like, those I would love for there To be some sort of nostalgic
0: like Event stuff event Like that Yeah watch. Family Yeah, yeah.
2: So bring it back, but just get people, like, Broadway's full right. of really amazing people, yeah. so maybe yeah. use them?
0: Yeah. Question
2: my? People,
1: Well, it's like they have to get the kind of big stars that are going to bring interest right. to the kids sure. and other people to see sure. it. Like, I mean, on paper, I look at that, and I go, like, Christopher Walken, i got to see what that's going to be like, him right. doing this live. Yeah. They were kind of, people are curious about Carrie Underwood yeah. and the novelty of it being live versus right. retaped. taped. And it gets kids excited for musicals. Versus, like, oh, the Kardashians are on. Exactly. Yeah. I'm glad. Exactly. Or, totally. oh, there's exactly. a
2: woman who decided to give herself a third breast, and we're yes. giving our air yes. time.
1: Yes. Sing away. She will be in Oklahoma, though, when they do that. <laughs> so it'll, be, it'll be great. Ato Annie is played by
2: <laughs> Jasmine Tri <Tri-Devil.
1: laughs> <laughs> Well, hopefully, it'll be good. December 4th, I believe, is when it comes out. So, definitely, uh we'll watch that and see <laughs> see how it goes. And if it's a big success, we'll keep doing them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's bring that. It on. That's I'd true. like to see Guys and Dolls.
2: Oh yeah, That'd be West good.
0: Side Story would be fun. West Side would be great. Yeah, even into the woods. Uh, West Side Story. Maybe we get uh, you know, go get Jenna Elfman to play Maria.
2: Ooh, this is some <laughs> casting really outside of the box.
0: <laughs> and get Channing Tatum as Channing Tatum. Tony, get Tony.
1: We get wow. Jenna Elfman. Tony. Channing Tatum. Somehow Jonah Hill's playing Riff. I don't appreciate that. Of he is. And they have good chemistry, but. Yeah. Just don't see him running with that gang
2: You wouldn't But then when you watch it You'll be impressed Okay You will be impressed
1: <laughs> Alright prove me wrong Jonah Hill <laughs> Take on a rip Fool me once Get an Oscar <laughs> There you go I One last thing before we get to some other stuff mm-hmm. uh, So some chef in the UK Is Just made a, a Walking Dead themed burger Oh yeah, I don't like this. That supposedly tastes like human flesh mm. They did a lot of research By asking some of the, the Some cannibals Renowned cannibals Seriously and supposedly that they, they didn't the try human I don't know. Um, I couldn't name you any household the cannibal. the names. cannibals
2: available to t- It was test
1: the fine them. young cannibals. They, uh-huh. they did it. They weighed in. But it's a combination of pork, veal, chicken levers, and bone marrow, which is supposed Yum. to, to <laughs> taste like human flesh.
2: And there's appeal. I mean, I guess it's a stunt. But like would you want to eat that? No. You like to eat meat? I don't like I to eat meat.
0: I do, but I don't there's nothing about that that sounds appealing at all. Well, I think it's interesting that as a species, very little is known about what we do taste like. So it is interesting to me <laughs> that it is such a mystery and such a completely unknown thing. Like, I'm not saying I want to eat a person, but I am surprised that I'm not, that there is, that it isn't more commonly known. What What human flesh actually does taste like. So, for example, like we know that we know from people talking about it that frogs' legs apparently taste like chicken. I've actually never had a frog's leg. Have you had a frog's leg? I've not had a frog's leg. Well, apparently it tastes like chicken. Have you heard that? I've heard that. Yeah. So, did you know what human, like what person tastes like? Well, why can't somebody offer up a little of themselves to be eaten or some curious chef? Because you wouldn't die. But right? I'm just saying, why isn't it common knowledge? And I'm serious. Like, like, why isn't it like, oh yeah, we well, what I've heard, I've heard that it tastes that. Oh, hum- you mean, like
2: why there isn't a rumor mill about what we taste
0: like? It's supposedly we taste like pork. Wait, is that true? That's what I've heard. Yes. From but it, who? But that's what I'm saying is, is it's a hugely, un- <laughs> it's nothing anyone ever yeah. talks about. I'm sort of surprised that it's like. Not just something we all know, right? what I'm say like saying like, 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 it should just be all well, the right? Things. Like I don't want to do it. I would never eat. Either. I don't want to do. Like, I don't like. want to do it. But like it, from the, but but it's known that that like it's known that that's if you were to eat another person, that it, it would taste, taste like, like pork. That. It's weird that that's just not something everyone knows. We could right. go
2: out with a pinot because I, I
0: think it's for whatever reason it's just so upsetting that it's just never. Yeah,
2: that's alive. what it has to be, right? Like we cannot even admit that we are made of edible flesh. Like right, we're exactly. different from
1: yes, the livestock. Yes. you well, would think at least that those soccer players from alive at least be like, look, we did it for you guys. Pork there. Let's end the mystery yeah. at the end. Yeah. It yeah.
0: wasn't fun. Well, you know that you know like the Donner Party, right? you yeah. guys know about the Donner yeah. Party. Yeah. So I mean, like you know, they were a lot of them were alive for plenty of years after it happened. It's just. They just didn't talk about it. It was like, we're not going to talk about it. Right.
2: It would be interesting if that was the only interview they would have granted
0: is just on taste. A culinary culinary conversation. But I mean, I guess it's like, it's probably like, it's the most, you know, it it seems like it must be just like the most... Contradictory thing a human could ever do it And that's why it is so forbidden Does right. it
2: feel like it to you though? I I always like to play would you rather games And somebody will inevitably ask like Something about eating a person after you've played long enough And I'm always like oh With those two decisions because it's like something horrible Or eat a person I would eat a person But maybe I'm just not history Feeling would, it enough
0: History would suggest that people will go to great lengths Not to do that Yeah Yeah under the most extreme circumstances, that is still the very, very final option. I
2: don't want to prepare the person, but I think if I was offered a piece of person versus <laughs> some horrible feat, like, I don't know. Some
0: horrible feet. Like, what do you mean like Okay, like, like if I had
2: to be up, my, up to my chin in a diarrhea that or eat, eat a person burger you need a person, burger. A a person. person
0: burger. i 100% guarantee you, you that is not true even A really? 100% guarantee you that if actually faced with that option unless I feel like you're I'm like, I'm like a you maybe just a, a cannibal psychopath. so for you is it it's it's absurd
2: that it's not real in my head
0: that's why i'm saying if I'm, you really were yeah. in that situation uh, i i mean maybe you maybe i don't know what what, what do i know maybe that's what you would do <laughs> i
1: so for you, it's more about like you don't want to prepare it, you don't want to see it, you don't want to know. But if, if so, like well. if you walked into a place and they're like, "Hey, we'll go to People's. We're gonna get you," and and you ordered something wow. and then it came out oh, great. I've Number been to one. People's by the way. Yeah, good. <laughs> the
0: their, their, the people is is okay. Like you can get better people somewhere else, but they do have, like all their salads, all their appetizers, like all their non people <laughs> stuff is that's right. the better stuff. It's I mean it's 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 um, yeah. Like their salad, they do good, des- really good desserts. What about um, the ceviche? I haven't had the ceviche. Have you had the ceviche? I've had oh, the Steve-viche. <laughs> <Ew. laughs>
1: it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what if every single thing of the menu the Steve was Viche. like just the name a play on.
2: Yeah, I guess now that I'm imagining what I'm really talking about, it's much worse. It just sounds like, ugh, I guess. veal
0: like, parmesan. veal oh, parmesan. They're all, they're all that. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 spaghetti and and Jim balls. <laughs> spaghetti and, di- and Jim's balls. There
2: you go. Mm, I'll try that.
0: <laughs> Hold the spaghetti. just give me balls. Jim's balls.
2: Please. No marinara either.
0: Um. Uh. Uh. One ba- uh, Tom soup. Tom. Tom. <laughs> Tom's. Tom's Tom's blood soup. Uh, I like Juan Tom. It's a combination. Juan Tom. It's Tom. Juan Tom. It's Juan Tom's soup. Juan and Tom soup. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, we could really build out an entire menu. Yeah, this is a whole thing. People's welcome to People's. We serve people, and then we just have normal salad and <laughs> right. like.
2: We got egg rolls. We have egg
0: rolls and uh, oh, no. <laughs> And then just human stuff. And then, and then a whole menu that's just person-related, peoples related
2: cooked-up people.
0: The Stevie J, (laughs) Quan, Tom, soup, Soup. and Spaghetti and Gym Balls. Spaghetti and Gym Balls. Yeah, a lot of great stuff there.
2: (laughs) I can't think of one. I'm like, I'm really harping on guacamole in my head, but I'm like, whose name can you put in there?
0: Rob. Waka Walk-a-bob, Rob, <laughs> Bob, Waka Bobly, Waka Bobly,
1: Bob Kelly. There's lots of things we can do. Mm. Oh, people's Guys opening soon. Ooh. We should go there at some mm. point. Um,
0: peter Chip, Peter Chips, Peter, Peter, peter Chips, chips. Peta, uh, pita, Peter, Peter, <laughs> Peter. Basically, now I'm just trying to think of puns, right?
1: Yeah, I was trying to think of something with chicken fingers because fingers is in it, and that's oh. good. Uh, Ch- chuck, chuck, chuck and
0: Chuck's fingers. Chuck's fingers. <laughs> <laughs> they
2: didn't really finesse that one too much. <laughs> chuck.
0: <laughs> so like, like or, or Chuck, Chuck, Chuck and finger like Chuck and fingers, Chuck figure. and fingers, like i Chuck oh, and fingers. And the, the chuck. chuck is a side of something else. Well, <laughs> the fingers, the, are, the side. The fingers yeah. are just fingers. fingers. Yes. around the Chuck, and then Chuck is Chuck.
2: Ground Chuck.
0: Yeah, ground Chuck and fingers. Get it? Chuck and fingers. Yeah, ground <laughs> yeah. Chuck.
2: Hey,
1: what's in the uh, chuck and
0: fingers? Well, it's, uh, it's Chuck's fingers.
1: <laughs> I mean, and, and, a
2: little extra a, piece of Chuck.
1: Good, uh, like a good midsection of Chuck. It's a right. good. It's a, it's a lean piece of Chuck. Yeah, oh, i Chuck and fingers.
0: It's not too fatty. It's good. It's lean. He's a runner. Oh boy! Eggs
2: Benedict. But Benedict's eggs. <laughs>
0: yeah, you get it. Eggs <laughs> <laughs> an exclamation!
2: And then in parentheses, Benedict because they're on Benedict's
1: head. Okay. Right. <laughs> I think we did it I think we've built up people's menus
2: pretty, pretty, nice. pretty one handily out. you're welcome right. business Thank you. planners
1: that makes me think of the state go wow, with me on this. okay so uh, let's
2: follow you down that rabbit hole
1: well it, it just you know it's, it, that could very well be a sketch yeah um, and uh, you are one of the founding members mm-hmm. of the state uh, aka the new group uh, mm-hmm. originally mm-hmm. were there any sketches that you can recall that you in particular wrote or someone else wrote that didn't quite make it but they kept trying to push like at the reads and stuff
0: yes there were two that i wrote um everyone i would imagine would have their answer to this but there were two that i wrote that i loved that never got made one was called taco party All right. and taco party was sort of like the joke was it was sort of like now again this was the early mid 90 early mid 90s so running man was just kind of a new thing it wasn't what it is now yeah. it was just sort of like people were only starting to hear about it or burning man not oh, running. Okay. burning man right, right. burning man so the idea was it was sort of like a burning man type Thing But it was A taco party So Every year At this house It's like People come from All over The country And it's like And they're like It's sort of a documentary So it's like Crazy You know Tie-dye guy And he's like I'm the guacamole man I bring the guacamole And then like And it's just like Weird swinger couples Like flocking in together And like They're just like Tacos Tacos And it's just like A huge weird orgy, Orgy Taco orgy Party Nice That was one Okay
2: what was the pushback from the group?
0: We had so many sketches yeah. on that show. We, we we had so many that didn't get shot. Um, who knows? Um, then the other one was called Wine Heist. <laughs> and I actually don't remember it that well, but it was like a silent short. It was like a silent film. <laughs> it was, you know, it had something to do with stealing a bottle of wine. I don't know. It wasn't good. But <laughs> I remember... I really liked it And when it was like After I pitched it, everyone Was like You're joking right Like that was horrible um, And I was like Well it's funny I think it's really funny okay. Everybody definitely Has those things That you get really
1: excited about And you think It's just gonna kill it or read And then it just tanks hard sure. And you're like Really Like I had a sketch Like in my old group To people That I kept trying to push through Was basically a show on NASCAR That Bjork hosted But she only wanted To talk about NASCAR Because <laughs> <laughs> it just seemed like Something that like she would never Be into But sure. never Never played
0: yeah. yeah we used to do a pitch uh, every day we would do i think it was three o 'clock we would all get and come you know we would write in the morning and then we would come in at three o 'clock and we would pitch sketches and it was all about the pitch so it didn 't matter how good the sketch was if it and, and so you had to be very uh, strategic about when you pitched your sketch yeah. What was the what was the f- room feeling like? Like you didn't want to pitch a sketch after a sketch that was really really good because generally speaking you weren't going to be able to be, you know so yeah. or you had to you also didn't want to pitch a sketch that was sort of a weird buzzkill right thing, you know so it was like very strategic to pick exactly the right moment when you're when you could get the favor in your directions because it was really lived or died by the feeling in the room when you did it
2: and it was democratic in terms of how. What got selected?
0: Yes.
2: Mm -hmm. Did you ever bring burners in to just be like, this is for after that really good... Bunsen burners? Yeah.
0: What do you mean? What do you mean burners? No, like
2: sketches that you were not that into, but you just kind of wanted to be like, okay, if I have to go now, I'll just pop this guy in.
0: I'll burn this one now. Mm, Yeah, kind of. yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I don't... I mean, I never wrote anything that I didn't kind of think was funny. Right. You know, other people didn't think it was funny, but I never... If I pitched it, it I, I usually was pitching it because I thought it was funny.
2: And did you mostly write alone for your own sketches?
0: Or? Um, I would say probably 50-50. Yeah. We were all sort of just writing alone. It was just like a big melee. Yeah. Yeah. I right. wrote a lot of sketches with Joe Latruglio and mm-hmm. Michael Black and um, David Wayne and then a lot. Of, I wrote a lot by myself too. Carrie Kenny. Gotcha. Where did uh, Where did Doug come from? Doug came from. Mm-hmm. So I grew up in Princeton, New Jersey, okay. um, which is a very uh, you know preppy sort of lacrosse playing town. Um, and everyone in my high school, a lot of the like the dudes in my high school dipped chewing tobacco. Okay. So um, that
2: seems so counter to a lacrosse town to me. Because I'm from, like, the South, so to me that is a very different kind of person.
0: Chewing tobacco is a very preppy thing. Really? Yes. Dipping, chew, chewing Ooh. dip was a, v- chewing, like, the not the chaw. A lip full of dip. Not chaw, but, the yeah. like, the Copenhagen. Yeah. So, mm. um... Anyway so like And they all had this It made them like Talk like this And it's like Little well, dude talk So that was the voice <laughs> And the sort of the, the the demeanor Was these sort of guys Who were these like Preppy lacrosse player guys Who chewed dip And then Being My them my relationship To my parents Which is basically like They were way cooler Than I could ever be They were you know Like had the life That I you know Growing up in the 60s And radical change And da 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 yeah. And I'm like trying To rebel against what How do you rebel Against people That actually like were there?
2: Yeah, <laughs> and so um, it
0: was just kind of a little bit of of a combination of that and like trying to rebel against a parents who are way cooler than you are.
1: <laughs> was there a lot of pressure from MTV to just have recurring characters versus um, standalone sketches?
0: No, in retrospect, at the time, I think we probably thought there was, but in retrospect, now, I mean, we we they were very cool. MTV was very cool. Once the show kind of like f- found an audience and. They were basically like, go be your, go. you know, once we sort of figured it out, they were like, go, you know, they definitely encouraged the, the, the recurring characters though, but it wasn't like a mandate that we were being given or yeah. shut down our throats or anything like that. Right. Was there, um, cause there
1: definitely was sketches that were a little different, otter, like porcupine yeah. racetrack things right. like that. Like, mm-hmm. uh, w- were there any that you guys shot that there was any pushback on, but you really fought to get it
0: on? In the very beginning, in the first season of the show, there was some of that, like where there was, you know, in the first season of our show, there was, and I think we did ultimately did four seasons, but they were short seasons; they were like seven episode seasons, really. But in our first season. There was like a little bit of a disconnect between us and them over the kind of material that we were doing. They wanted us to do more pop culture reference material when we were doing celebrity impersonations and that kind of thing, which was just never who we were. Right. So in the beginning of the show, that first season, I think we were trying to push our sensibility, which was more the weird sensibility. And they were sort of trying to get us to do more pop culture reference or referencing MTV, the network itself, doing <laughs> impersonations of, you know, Dan Cortez or whoever. Right. Timeless. Um, the grind or whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, but once, you know, our some of the recurring characters caught on, Doug and Barry and LeVon, mm-hmm. and um, that then they started to see our sensibility was more a genuine sketch show, like a Kids in the Hall or, or Monty Python or something yeah. And that. Then they started kind of letting us do, do our own voice. So
1: when uh, When fans approach you, what, what are the things they mostly bring up from the state? Like, what are
0: the things that you hear the most about? Um, Doug, Louie, Porcupine Racetrack, Barry and LeVon. Um, those are the ones that stand out. I mean, not, not that many people come up to me and say, talk about state for what it's worth. Is so, it
2: what hot usually, or what um, are biggest?
0: I mean... Yeah, wet hot or or um I mean people don't really come up basically people don't really come up to me. It's really really what it is. Um, um yeah, it's it's more just like big fan, man. Yeah. Like nice. that's usually the extent of the conversation. And then you're like, Wait,
2: can you be more specific? No, and then I'm like
0: I'm like trying to act as like as like socially awkward as I can so that I don't have to engage into a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and then people think I'm an asshole and they tweet about it. No. Oh yeah, that happens all the time. Like, oh. Especially at Sketchfest, which was my big one when it's happening at Sketchfest. Really? It- oh really? What happened? What happened at Sketchfest was that I we did a show. It was a Stella show. Right. And um and after the show And I vividly remember Well I'll, I'll, I won't say what happened after the, show. The, ne- the next morning there was a tweet From some guy being like David and Michael David Wayne and Michael Black are really cool Michael Schultz was an asshole <gasps> And And uh, And then I tweeted back at him Like why, why are you saying that yeah. It was like because I came up to you after the show And you were an asshole to me What he was referring to And I remembered him it's interesting because I remembered him and I even remembered going, I predict I hear this isn't the end from this guy. Um, he wanted me to take a picture with Mm -hmm. him and my wife and my in-laws were in the audience. It was at, uh, what's that, uh, venue. It's like a big, like carpeted, it's like a big carpeted people sit at tables with chairs and stuff. Um, um,
1: okay, let's see. It was, a Stella, it was a Stella show? Yeah. So I'm trying to think. We've done that at Marie's Memorial. We've done that at Mezzanine. No, it wasn't.
0: Uh, it wasn't. It must not have been a Stella show because no, it must have been. Um, it must have been. Um, I'm sorry. It was um, Uptown Showdown. Uh, uh, uh,
1: oh, yeah, Verdi Club. No. Or gosh, we use like twenty. I know
0: it has like carpeted. It's a really great venue. Oh, oh Eureka. Well, maybe our 200 seat theater. No, it's it's people sit at it's like right the tables, tables with theater? chairs. Cobbs? cops. cops. Oh. All right, there we go. Did it. <laughs> we, got there. we just really went on a walk injured. through San
1: Francisco. I really
0: <laughs> 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 was getting really nerve-wracking. We got there. Cobbs. We, we figured it out. Cops. Cobbs coming to Club guys. Wonderful venue. Wonderful place. So anyway, so my in-laws and my wife were sitting in the audience, and after the show, I'm like, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll talk to you in a second. I just want to go sit down with my wife and my mother-in-law and my brother-in-law and his girlfriend. It was like, it was like, I don't, I can't. You know, I was literally sort of like on my way over to him. Yeah. And I just right. was like, yeah, I, I'm just going to go say hi to them. i going to be really careful.
2: That was it? That was it. <gasps> that
0: was it. You didn't take the picture with me.
2: Whoa. You didn't take the picture
0: with me. David took the picture. Michael Black took the picture. You didn't take the picture. Oh, wow.
2: So creepy and strange. And so
0: there was like, you know, it wasn't just like, you know, it wasn't just like bummed that he didn't take the picture or whatever. It was, you're an asshole. Right. You're like a bad person. I'm
1: entitled to a photo with you. Yeah, it's you're a, you're scary, a really bad person. That
0: kind of math um, that people will do, and it's it's um yeah, and it's like you know. Anyway, so I, but people are very nice. I, it's always nice to have people say. Nice things, and I don't want to in any way act like I'm ungrateful because I am very grateful. But
2: no, but that's the kind of thing that can hurt your feelings too. Oh, it really hurt my feelings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I I know that feeling where you're just like, I promise, I'm actually not a bad
0: person. Yeah, like, like I just I have a
2: life that was happening, exactly. and there was another thing right then. Exactly, yeah, exactly. that's a that's a nerve wracking feeling to me. Like I bless just thinking about it. Like, oh my gosh, you've just decided this yes. narrative about so, me, and it's
0: so, it's so, and the dislike is so intense.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's so. Ugh. Intense.
0: Um, No, I mean, I remember being young, a teenager, and uh, seeing one of my comedy idols uh, walk on the street in New York and being pretty summarily blown off. And, you know, it stings. Yeah. It stings.
1: Well, they always say, like, never meet your heroes, so to speak. It's It's so true. they rarely measure up to what you want them yeah, to be. Yeah, and some do. Some are like way amazing. Yeah, and super, and even
2: like, better than you yeah. could have imagined.
1: Yeah, they yeah, take yeah. the time. Yeah, they really yeah. like. It's part of the job to them. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. in a sense yeah. It's like. Yeah.
0: yeah. I'm well, and that's the thing it. too. Is is like I, you know, I I do like to make an effort right. to be ni- a nice person, and like I don't have no part of me is like I'm, sh- you know, Sean Penn punching photographers <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> like, but it just it was bad timing. Yeah, it was really cool. bad timing. I was I was making my way over to. Uh, a table to see my my and I don't I will be perfectly honest I don't like taking pictures I don't like taking pictures with people or by myself
2: yeah we made you take two today I know I'm so and sorry. if when
0: you look at them you'll see I'm like <laughs> I really for whatever reason just don't like taking pictures I feel really really
2: it's because your soul is being stolen yeah
0: um so yeah you won't see too many selfies of me on my <laughs> Twitter on my Twitter feed. <laughs> True, true. Um, so you just put a book out. I put. I wouldn't say just. It's been out for a little a year. Bit. A year. A year. The cat book now. A year? Yeah. Oh, wow. um, you mean. Um, uh, you mean guys can be cat, cat ladies 2? too. Yeah. yeah, guys can be cat ladies too. Came out last year. All right. Oh. I I more recent than that.
1: <laughs> but uh, but well, we can still talk about it. In the it. grand scheme of things, it just. <laughs> came we can out. still talk. Yeah, about let's. It. Oh, yeah, let's I mean, do what's
0: that. one year? When the Earth has existed for That's millions true. of years, it's a blip. It's just it's a, a blip. blip. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well,
0: it still can be bought, people. So Absolutely, come <laughs> go it and can do that. Bought. You can go to Urban Outfitters and buy it. You could go to uh, you know b- b- other bookstores and buy
2: it. The
0: Internet is and got the Internet A little
2: bit mm-hmm. of everything. edu. Huh?
0: Internet <laughs> Internet.edu. Find it there.
1: Uh, so you are a big cat guy. Yes, as am I. Yes, um, and people think it's weird, and I don't know why. Uh, so what's – have you had cats your entire life? Yep. Yeah. When, when did you first get – when would you <laughs> consider yourself like having your Is that own a bad cat? answer? No,
2: I'm just loving this uh, angle from Cole. <laughs> so let's take back to the original cat. Well, there's certain
1: people that are like, cat. cats and so like it just seems you know obvious to have cats and other yeah. people that come into them later and I
0: have to learn to like them yeah. or whatever Sure. don't understand sure. Yeah, we anymore. always have had a cat. We always had cats in the house. No uh, dogs. No dogs.
2: And you have a very intellectual family as well. Yes. I think that sometimes That's cat true. people are a bit smarter. I'm a dog person. I, um, I love dogs as
0: well. I make a point of saying this in yeah. my book that it's not a competition. In my <laughs> opinion, I don't understand that at all. People present it as like that, this. Though. You know, it has to be one or the other. Like I'm a cat person. I don't get that at all. I love I love dogs, but yet you are a cat person, is what you're saying. I, I am a cat person, but if I had a if I'm at some point would love to have dogs. It's just you know I like animals. Period. Okay. Yeah. I'm, a like, I'm gonna
2: tweet about. This. I like cats, <laughs> dogs, Walter.
0: frogs, birds, <laughs> bears, fish, insects, Orgymines. insects. Anything that is alive <sighs> and not a person, I love.
1: <laughs> i love how like people th- say that you either have to be a cat person or a dog person like i, I want to want somebody to be like i'm a turtle person you yeah i'm just like oh yeah right. cats dogs very... whatever turtles is where it's at right. guys why isn't somebody that guy i'm sure i'm, somebody, sure. I'm sure there yeah, is I there's think there's
2: definitely um, that guy i accidentally um, found spider guys on the internet i was looking oh sure, spiders. sure i like spiders tarantulas they people have these things are called tea rooms where they keep their tarantulas i know and some people
0: that Pet tarantulas.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. And they let them crawl on them, but you have to be so careful because yeah. tarantulas are actually very um, fragile. Yeah. They can't survive a fall, you guys. Yeah. You can watch these videos. Oh, on they one. can't survive a fall. No, because their exoskeletons are so big and fragile that if they, like, the number one cause of death is a fall. Interesting. But they can live to be 30 years 30 old. 30 years
1: old. Yeah. Wow, oh, that's
0: pretty interesting. It's pretty intense. Just talking about tarantulas. Are oh, you thinking about getting one? No. Okay.
2: But I'm not afraid of them. I'm just not, I don't feel I've like never
0: seen... Actually, I have. I saw one uh, on a hike, I think. Am I making that up? No, I saw a rattlesnake. Oh, That's what I saw, a rattlesnake. Easy flip. <laughs> that's what I saw, a rattlesnake. Yikes. In the that little was little intense. California? Yeah, on uh, Runyon Canyon. Really? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Which I, is the one that's in the valley? Which is the famous one? I'm Runyon. thinking of Fryman. I'm sorry, Fryman Canyon. Fryman, Ken- yeah. Fryman Canyon is where I saw the rattlesnake. That feels a little more rattly that's than That's where I yeah. saw it on Fryman Canyon, not Runyon Canyon yeah,
1: Runyon has more agents than
2: yeah. and beautiful snakes, people. but not they're yeah, snakes, but
1: they're, they're snakes in the, not grass. in the grass. <laughs> no, yeah. They only bite you for ten percent. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, so, what inspired you to actually write the book? Like,
0: um, I just it was a write what you know kind of thing, you know. know. I, 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 just, <laughs> I, I just thought it was a funny idea, you know. I've just been talking about it a lot to people, and I've always loved books that are kind of like you know. Silly and fun, and yeah. have just kind of like you flip to any page and you read something funny, and it was just kind of that kind of a book. Um, the, the, the The basic idea was just to imagine myself as an eleven year old boy and like what would I enjoy reading? And I used to have all those books that were like the Book of Lists, or oh yeah, you right. know, where you would just like flip to any page and find something funny to read. And yeah. so it's just kind of like that. Nice. Um, so.
2: I remember loving to have those books that you could bring to school and, like, share with your Show, friends yeah, at yeah. the locker. And it's, yeah. like, all these look jokes. Yeah. 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 And it's before you're kind of ready to make your own jokes. So yeah, you're just yeah. like, this is a good one. Yeah, right, yeah. Guys.
0: And they're just filled with things. There's jokes in the margins and there's jokes in the footnotes. And, and there's jokes, little just banners. Every, yeah, yes, Like, I everywhere you look, there's right. a joke. And
2: even yeah. on the end papers. Look at this crazy yeah. thing.
0: I always have a hard time, though, when I'm reading the books that
1: have, like, too many little subsections on a page. And I'm, like, reading the main thing. And I'm like, but... So do I stop in the middle of this story yeah, to yeah. read this little sidebar now? Or do I go back like, ah, stop it, book.
0: <laughs> you keep, keep trying to it. Totally overwhelmed. Have you read um, or heard of a book? I think it's called Footnote. No. It's a pretty interesting book. It's worth reading. But you it would drive you crazy. It's <laughs> so basically just a ton of that? Well, what it is is it's the entire book is. So this guy was writing an article for like. The Atlantic, or some some sort of reputable journalistic magazine, and um, the guy writing – and the article was about, I want to say, like a murder that had taken place. It was sort of a true crime uh, about a murder that had taken place in Nevada or something. It was in the in the vein of a of a, a blood, cold in cold blood kind mm-hmm. of journal, whatever. And his editor at the magazine was this young guy who it was like his first job editing and being the sole editor, like the copy editor of something and was was footnoting everything being like, you can't say that because that's not exactly true. Like mm-hmm. he would say, you know. It was a you know it was a it was a freezing cold day when I walk. Uh, it was August you know it was it was December eighth. It was a freezing cold day. To, and the footnote would be like it actually. I just looked it up. It actually wasn't freezing cold. It was forty six degrees. Oh
2: my it gosh! Wow.
0: And then he, the author would write back like you know it uh, it's creative license. I'm allowed to say freezing cold even if it isn't freezing cold. Like that's just my way of a, like, it, I don't actually have to say it's freezing cold. And, blah, blah, blah. and the basically the book just becomes these two guys writing back and it's for, real it's real
2: oh my gosh that's, that's amazing crazy.
0: and it's like these these arguments that they're having go on forever and ever and ever and it's all about like relative truth to blah blah blah, blah. it's a really fun read
2: well it sort of reminds me of topics of uh, like the idea of just like taking the banal and just go and go and yeah, as yeah, far as you think yeah about, yeah yeah, yeah. D- so digging fun.
0: in forever yeah right that's crazy. I'd yeah, have to check that out. That sounds pretty. Amazing. Yeah, check it out. I think yeah. it's called "Footnote," but I could be wrong. Okay,
2: feels like a good title. If it's is not, it, maybe it someone should, be. Someone should, it should write end. that
1: book.
0: If it's not, yeah. Uh, so you just worked on a film. Hello, my name is Doris. Yes. That's a quick thing, uh, are you done shooting it or what? Yes, we finished shooting it. Um, I co-wrote the movie with a woman named Laura Teruso, and uh, directed the film. And um, it stars uh, uh, Sally Field. The, the so amazing. Yeah, Sally amazing. Sally Field plays Doris. Um, and Max Greenfield is in the movie. We have an amazing cast: um, Tyne Daly and Stephen Root and Natasha Leone and Wendy McClendon-Covey. So, uh, so many awesome, so many people. amazing people.
2: Did you know that you were going? Like, were you going for Sally Field when you of created course. it? Uh,
0: no, I mean, we didn't write the movie thinking I'm writing. But, but yeah. I mean, and Sally was, Field vehicle. No, but I mean, she was. Uh,
2: <laughs> I mean, that's only, so exciting
1: to me. To she get was to the work only
0: person that I could have imagined. She, oh, she's amazing
1: that's so she's exciting.
0: unbelievable that's great and that's she's great. really good at the movie too when uh what's the kind of timeline on it you post well on? we're 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 editing the movie now and hopefully it'll come out you know in the fall or some, next fall or something like that you know it's um we're gonna do the typical it's an indie movie so we'll go and try to find distribu- distribution and all that stuff um, but it's for me it's like a little bit of a it's not a little bit it's a huge sort of You know New direction And that it has genuinely Got dramatic Real drama And and Maybe you know Scenes that Will make you cry Mm -hmm. And um, Some very serious Subject matter Um
2: had you been hungry to do that yeah, for a while? Yeah, totally, totally. Well, I think something about your comedy seems to be there's usually a little bit of an underlying sadness yeah. or you know something there. So yeah. it's it's great to be able to show that yeah. in the drama because yeah. that's where some of the best comedy and drama. Yeah, I
0: from. feel like I feel like the, this movie is like the best representation of of sort of how I see you know the kind of work I like to be doing sort of moving forward. Um, she plays like a kind of a reclusive, almost hoarder type. She's a hoarder. <laughs> Not almost a She's a hoarder. To dress it up. Um, I don't want to say too much about it, but I yeah. mean she's she's a, a sort of an eccentric, she plays an eccentric woman um, who gets caught up in, in kind of a crazy thing with yeah. Max. And um, I'm really excited about it. Really excited about
2: That's it. That's awesome. I yeah. can't wait to see yeah. it. It's great. Yeah. And for people jones in to see something else, you've got um, They came together, which people can watch yep. still on yep. Amazon mm-hmm. or It's not on Netflix, though, right? It's
1: a Prime. Uh, You can. I mean, it's on iTunes. iTunes, yeah. um, The Blu ray just came out and stuff, so that's out
0: there. Yeah, and that's uh, kind of a meat. Airplane style. Me and David Wayne, Paul Rudd, Amy Poehler's just spoof of like every romantic comedy from the eighties. It is
2: so fun. Yeah, big fan. Like yeah. every moment you can, it feels like everything is being referenced. Like you yeah. could do a fun footnotes of. Yeah, yeah,
1: the yeah. Movie. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. so it's completely ridiculous and really, really funny. And I love like reading some of the reviews that people just didn't get it. They well, didn't and didn't understand. You, you
0: know, you know, Sketchfest is has everything to do with how that movie got made. I love this stuff. Right? It's amazing.
2: In the yarn.
1: So basically, like you guys come to the festival every year and. So, uh, Pretty much. And so it was one of, I think we did, it was the Wet Hot reunion was that same year, right? So they were mm-hmm. all there for that. And uh, so I don't know exactly how it came up, but you had written the... Someone, one of you guys suggested I think it. I I feel like
0: one of you guys suggested it to us that we do that. And so
1: they had written the script like right after Wet Hot had come out and then it never got made. And so we just did like a table read of it like at 11 a.m. at a 200-seat theater, the Eureka Theater, super early with a lot of the same That's people right. that were in town for right. Wet Hot American Summer. So so, Paul Rudd read the part that eventually he would play. Uh, Zandi, I think, read Fuller's uh, yep, part, yep, yep. and then yep. she read uh, Wanda or something. Uh, and it was just like a fun thing. With the crowd yep. it was great and really into it. And um, and I guess it just kind of lit the fire. Like, we got to do this. We got to do this. Yeah. And that table read is an extra feature on the Blu-ray. It's on oh, right. really?
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's so cool. Great.
1: It's like I guess because they needed it so fast, it's not the highest quality because they couldn't uh-huh. get the HD master. So it's just kind of like you know one camera floating around, but it's still really interesting to watch. And I watched most of it the other night just because it's still really funny to hear it. And it changed a bit too. From, changed from, a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then sure. it actually had changed a lot just for the the Sketchfest reading. Actually, we did a pass of the script for Sketchfest. You know, we sort of took the script out. Did a sketch fest pass, and then we did a whole bunch more work on it after that.
2: So, there, when you first wrote it, had you shopped it around at that point? No, or it had been
0: it? we had it had been a studio movie that we had sold to to whatever studio it was. At the oh, time. wow! Yeah, and then um, I actually, you know, like the little story behind it was basically, you know, we we had done Wet Hot, we sold that pitch. You know, mm-hmm. like we went around and pitched it, and we sold it. And then I remember it was like i was very excited i was like this is you know i'm i'm writing a screenplay for a studio blah blah blah. and i have like 3 months or something to write the movie and then um they were like you can you do it in a in 4 weeks because dimension had its own romantic comedy spoof and so it was like we want to see if we can get ours done faster than mm-hmm. you guys nice. so um there's that one didn't happen either but um anyway so like whatever we wrote it really fast and then cut to Many years later, and now we. Did. Wow. Yeah, but no, it was just in turn. It was just like stuck in a studio forever and ever.
1: It's really funny, and there's even on the Blu-ray. There's like 30 minutes of deleted scenes that are funny yeah. in their own right yeah. too. Yeah. So they're yeah. totally worth watching. Yeah. Like, sometimes you see like the deleted scenes, you feel like, oh, I understand why they cut that. But a lot of the stuff is just really fun. Yeah. Just yeah. Know, the thing about that movie is there's a lot of like. Extraneous stuff to the plot because it's just yeah. kind of yeah. like making fun of stuff. So if you need to streamline, it's easier to cut it exactly, uh, yeah. including like this whole romantic subplot between mm-hmm. oh, Max. Bacon Boots. Yeah, uh, yeah, Bacon Boots. That whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah
1: totally <laughs> funny. Uh, yeah, totally check it out, people. It's really, it's, so, it's really. Yeah. Good. My
2: favorite. Well, one of my favorite parts about it is the way that it takes on the way that every romantic comedy uses the city so much. Yeah, that's a character. I yeah, love New York City so is character. Yeah. a character. Yeah. <laughs> Only in New York. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I love it.
1: But bas- everybody's watch it. it's so great. Is pretty epic too. Uh-huh. Oh my god, basketball, yes. Basketball, basketball, <laughs> basketball, 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 <laughs>
2: basketball. There's
1: a thing on the um, on the table read where it's going into the first meeting at, at the corporation and Chris Maloney's, you know, about to read the thing and uh, Ken Marino and Joe Latruga start going apples and oranges, apples and oranges, apples and oranges, apples and, oranges, apples and, oranges, and, oranges. Yeah. and Paul Rudd just loses it. He's like, It's so funny to me. Sure. So it's just one of those funny things on the read. If you watch the extra thing, yeah. it's just it's great. They do it yeah. for like five minutes.
2: After the read was basically everyone signed on, like, yeah, let's make this happen.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty magical. It's
1: Cool that that happened.
0: Yeah, yeah. Very magical indeed.
2: You get good people in your world, and good things happen. Yeah. I tell you,
1: right?
0: Yeah. Well, let's do first. Years.
1: We do this every podcast. It's a different first from life, and since you were in Wet
0: Hot, it made sense to me. What was the first camp experience you ever had? Oh boy! Well, I went to I went to a day camp when I was in like first grade. I can't remember that one was. But then I went to my first sleepaway camp. It was Lane Robbins. That was in third grade. Whoa. Um, that was not a good experience. <laughs> that was a bad experience. Then my. my second sleepaway camp. Oh, I was homesick and yeah. it just wasn't fun. Yeah. Then my second summer sleepaway was Westmont. Camp Westmont. Also a bad experience. And then I went to Camp Mohawk and that one was really good. And that's the movie that Wet Hot. That was my summer camp that yeah. Wet Hot is based on.
1: Third time's a charm, I guess. Third, third time's a time. charm,
0: yep, yep. Rule of threes.
1: How about you Vanessa? What was
0: yours?
2: I'd only done like academic stuff, like
0: uh, like Governor's School, like smart persons things. camp,
2: that yeah, horrible sleepaway <laughs> camps where it's like it's just like you're still in school, but book, for something you like. Camp. Book yeah. camp, book
0: reading, book Ma- reading
2: camp. camp, words, numbers <laughs> camp. Oh, I did do model UN. Uh, where are you from? Um, Virginia. Where? Uh, like around Richmond. Oh okay. South Richmond area, but then I was a counselor when I was in college. I went to a camp in West Virginia called Camp Tall Timbers, and that was my like wet hot American summer Uh experience. I'm just like the counselors should in no way, children uh, like parents do not send your kids to camp because the counselors are not. They are not. Great people I mean they might be the best people in the whole world But they're so immature Like when I think about it now Ten years later or whatever Of like I was in charge of all those little children Like well, I was secretly having the summer of my life Like oh no Yeah But it really was the summer of my life And um, those campers and the counselors Are still some of the best friends I've ever had It's like those experiences are so intense And so silly and fun Yeah I love it
1: Yeah but it is scary For me I've about. never really been to a camp proper. I went Where to one. Where are you thing, from? From Michigan. Uh-huh. So when I was a kid in Michigan, we went to one that was like a one day thing or whatever. But like one day camp? It was like one day <laughs> camp. Uh, but it was at a camp, but it's like we took a field trip to a camp. Oh And then I think that I, is bad. I, I don't think we stayed the night. I think we got there like in the morning and then drove back at night. But it was like we went skiing and we did crafts and I remember we like carved things into soap. You got a lot sure. done in that day. Yeah, things like that. It was just kind of like a little like, here's what it would be if you were here for an entire summer.
2: <laughs> we're just going to do the tasting. That tastings. is hilarious.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, and I just, I don't know, I just never really, really felt the urge to go to a camp proper. My parents didn't try to dump I me I think there. you
2: calling it camp proper is also camp, a sign that you're not proper. a camp kid. <laughs> we, did, we
0: did a sketch on the state uh, called One Camper. And this, the premise was It's a camp With just one camper <laughs> but, it's, but it's all It's got and Everything else Is as big as any Normal camp would be So there's Full tons staff. of counselors Oh my god But there's just You know A huge Huge You know Like tons of You know 100 acres Or whatever But just all the cabins in one camper And the one camper Was Michael Black Oh my gosh the, the, bit, the joke that I thought Was funniest from it was They do Grease A production of Grease And he's Not even the lead He's just <laughs> like He's just like, he's just like one of the random chorus members or whatever. And so they have like counselors that are just reading the script, you know, reading script pages. And then Michael Black, who's like the one camper that's in the thing, (laughs) it it gets to his moment and he's like, see you guys later. And then it's so funny. It's really, really (laughs) funny. That's
1: amazing
0: <laughs> And then there's just like All these like Totally apathetic counselors Reading every main part Off of Right out of the script And then he's waiting For his it's one, so moment. one little moment Oh
2: my god I love
1: it It's really That's fun fantastic. It's <laughs> really fun That is fantastic uh, Well let's do uh, My little thing Let's okay. do a build a movie Let's uh, a build a movie Together we're going to Build a movie together We have no There's no budget constraints Living or dead. We Put anybody in okay. But this will be The best movie ever love it. With a cat As a central character Okay. So there's a cat. It could be CGI. It could be live action. It could be it could talk. Could not talk. Okay. But uh, we can build it one by one. Just add pieces, actors, plot okay. points, whatever you want to do. Okay. Cool. Sure. All right. So Vanessa, you wanna? Well, I
2: think Jennifer Aniston is in this vehicle right. as a um, ugly. I'm putting in quotes. Or awkward, aging woman who has finally decided to adopt her first cat because yeah, maybe she is that crazy cat lady.
1: Okay. Good start, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and the thing about this particular cat is it's picked up from the shelter, and no one knows where it came from. But the cat has ESP and can communicate with Jennifer Aniston; like (sighs) she can hear its thoughts and vice versa. Whoa! And the cat's thoughts are voiced by David Hyde Pierce.
2: Okay. Okay. Yep.
0: Now I go. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, she has. she, She. Becomes romantically involved with um, a guy who lives across the street. Mm-hmm. Only there's a problem. Do you know what the problem is? He's allergic to cats. He's allergic to cats. Oh, no. Um, here's who plays the guy um, The guy is played by Greg Kinnear.
2: Yeah, he is. Right. Oh no!
0: And Greg Kinnear's character has a horrible cat allergy,
2: like anaphylactic shock. Horrible. Yes. But this is her last chance at love, maybe. But at the same time, she and the cat, whose name is Edwin, have become like so close, so close. They talk. That cat understands her almost more than the charming and disarming Greg Kinnear. What's she gonna do?
1: Well, here's here's a problem. Another
2: problem uh, Yeah
1: there's, uh, there's, a, there's a researcher A scientific researcher Who had been experimenting on the cat before when he, And then the cat escaped And went to the shelter mm-hmm. And is trying to find the cat uh, Played by mm-hmm. Paul Giamatti mm-hmm. And he's just on the trail mm-hmm. He knows how to track him He knows his pheromone smell Whatever it is mm-hmm. So he can, he's, he's on his way to find the cat And he's going to take the cat back mm-hmm. and,
2: uh, and he hires Anna Ferris As an Uber driver To get him there Because he lost his license uh, When he was drunk driving a long time ago Okay we need
0: a hot young thing. Sure. Meanwhile, the cat has figured out that this that Jennifer Aniston has this dilemma.
1: Oh.
0: And stows away on a boat.
1: Oh. <gasps> Edwin to
0: go to Costa Rica to get an sort of weird black market procedure done to have his cat skin like de danderized. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a very expensive. So, and the, and the cat and he has to steal $15,000 in Ooh. cash. Um, from Tracy Morgan, from Tracy Morgan, who is like this rich, like really nice, rich, like restaurant
2: owner. Yeah. He owns People's
0: There you go (laughs) And the
1: uh The doctor that's gonna do The procedures Played by Andy Garcia Yes And he's like I won't do it For less than 15k Right You better get that money to me Right So the cat's gonna do it
2: So the cat does it But This You know Third acts are always so hard Because we've gotten ourselves up the tree We gotta get out of it You Mm -hmm, guys Right Uh Oh, in the meantime, Greg Kinnear and Jennifer Aniston have been planning their wedding, but she's also been putting pictures of Edwin everywhere. Whoa, up, where she, where is, is, he? is Edwin? where right. is Edwin? And Greg's just like, he's fine. He left. But Jennifer's like, he wouldn't leave without telling me. And Greg Kinnear's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Did you just say, ta-ta-ta, telling me? And then she tells him that she and the cat could communicate, because Greg Kinnear did not even know that. And this changes Everything.
1: Right. So at first, like, he's kind of like, I don't, I don't know if I can marry you. This is weird. This is weird. You know, so he has this moment where he goes off and mm-hmm. she's not sure what's going to happen. She's but then, without
2: anyone. Right. Edwin's gone. Greg's gone.
1: Right. But then she, you know, he realizes that he loves her and it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. And you can talk to cats. It's fine, too. So he's still willing to marry okay. her. Meanwhile, Edwin steals the money, goes over there, gets the procedure done. And is coming back when he runs into Paul Giamatti, who's on the boat at the dock. And oh. like, ah, come here, cat. And it's, you know, it's going to be bad. <gasps> But then Paul Giamatti slips and falls and hits his head, and then suddenly he can communicate with the cat the same way. They have a conversation. They work, they work, they it, work up, it out. They work it out. And then he becomes the efficient
0: At the wedding. At the wedding.
2: Anna Ferris is the flower right. girl.
0: Yep. The procedure worked. And Greg Kinnear gets offered – because we forgot to mention that Greg Kinnear is like a big like world beat. DJ. Oh, oh yeah, like a we'll huge like that, yeah. Like, <laughs> a huge like he's like this. There's huge an island party of world to beat DJ, <laughs> and so he gets offered like a regular gig DJing on the on I on the island um, as a world beat DJ. And then the name of the the name of the movie is Cat Scratch Fever because he's a scratch. He's, he's a, sc- a scratcher and. Right, and the, everyone
2: the, it does have the flu at the end. The, yeah.
0: the working
1: title for a while was Clear and Present Dander. Yeah, and then I changed it to Too big of a turnoff. Right, I think we built a pretty
0: good movie, guys. Yeah. I'm pretty impressed by that.
2: These are my questions. Don't worry, they're easy. Have you ever met an Olsen twin?
0: No, I'm so sorry. If
2: you could tap, I've been, any... I've
0: seen one in in real life, we but should, I've never. What were never you doing? Hanging out just in New York, just on the street in New York. Pretty mysteriously But I get a good impression I get a, I, I have nothing but good things to say
2: No, I just think they're magical And all most people's stories are just like I've never spoken with one But I've seen her Like they it, people yeah. always see them Just sort of ethereally Yeah,
0: I've never spoken about. to one But I have seen one Yes
2: <sighs> Good job Okay, if you could tap anybody Out of an existing rom-com And tap yourself in And you could go Ooh. in any time
0: What Ooh. do you Who do you tap out? Ooh, wow, wow Yeah, I know Wow Wait, so I get to be you in the movie? You get to be them, yeah Wow, wow but so basically, this is just who would I like to hook up? This is basically what right am I getting oh what, like, like is this just like who am I attract like what romantic no,
2: what, I was thinking more like, oh, I want that part so bad, but I guess see oh I see
0: but see i I've drifted behind the camera, you guys i don't oh, know if you've, okay. i don't know if you've, uh, yeah, yeah. If, if Here we you've go. gleaned that, but I've drifted behind the camera that's what you're into now. um So, it's just what role would I want to play? Yeah.
1: But, you know, the part of the incentive could be that you're romancing so
0: and so on the opposite side of it. Um, I'll take, um, look, I'll take uh, Hugh Grant's part in Four Weddings and a Funeral. Really? Yeah, give me that guy.
2: Ooh, give me that guy. Yeah, give me
0: that guy. All right. Give it to him. It's yours. Give me that guy.
2: Okay. Uh, The cat who made you fall in love with cats, who was he?
0: That was my, my first cat, Pringle.
2: Pringle. Pringle. What about him was so special?
0: It was a she and she oh, was so a runt. Pringle. Pringle was a runt. That'll do it. Yeah. What kind of markings? Egg. <laughs> all right. Egg.
2: Wait, egg markings? Egg
0: coloring. You know, oh. egg, eggy. You know, like oh, cats like have that like eggy, sort of- blotchy, like they're just like eggy and blotchy. Yeah, they're like eggy and blotchy.
2: Yeah. So
0: Pringle was eggy.
2: Pringle.
0: Oh, wow. Pringle was like <laughs> eggy and blotchy and like super shy and like all tiny and weird looking. Oh, and, like, my gosh. yeah. Yeah. That's a nice. great. Yeah, and then of course I love Garfield. I mean, I was like a big Garfield person growing Did you up. like Heathcliff at all? I didn't have a much of a relationship with Heath, Heathcliff. It's so scroungy. Um, I liked Garfield. I liked the Cheshire Cat. I was mm, into the Cheshire Cat. Yeah. Um, so,
2: a lot yeah. of cats contributed yeah. to what has become a big thing. Yeah. Uh, if you and any cast members from Hello, My Name is Doris could bring back any Broadway musical and be in it what would you do? Like, who would you be like, I'm putting you in you and we're going to be in?
0: Wow. Well, we, uh, Sally Field and I used to actually sing Oklahoma quite a no. bit on set. Yes. Uh, so I'm going to have to do, I'm going to have to do. daydream. Repeat. Oh, Oklahoma. When the wind comes sweeping down the plain and the waving wheat would sure smell sweet when the, f- and then I don't know the rest, <laughs> <laughs> but I, but that's my like Broadway musical voice. Oh, yes. I love it. Yeah. And I'm, like, and I'm like proje- and I'm like and really like, yeah, like, I'm like really like yeah like I'm like I take the stage you know like <laughs> I've always wanted to be these people who just like takes the stage and like right. makes tons of eye contact with the audience you know like. Um, <laughs>
2: what The stage is blank Except for me Yeah And
0: they like walk Spot. out And it's like you're. I'm like you're the 1,500 of you And like It's like a, We're in a tiny room together yeah. And, and I'm, I'm transporting you
2: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So I'll do Oklahoma Great choice
2: Is there anybody else That you're like They've got to be In the cast with me Sally Field
0: obviously. Well Sally's got to be in it Max Greenfield's got to be in it Beth Bears was in was, is, is a oh. great role She's a real great singer she, Oh really? Yeah she does some Great singing in the movie uh, Jack Antonoff is in Doris uh, Jack Antonoff from uh, Bleach and yeah. fun, and he uh, he's a great musician, so we gotta You're bring Jackie to onto. do. Yeah, Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, Peter Gallagher is a oh, yeah. song and dance man, we oh, gotta yeah. get Hard him. Core. Yeah, Big so. Oh god, up. how yeah. I
2: wish someone would describe me as a song and dance man.
0: He's a song and dance man. Yeah, as <laughs> yeah, right. a song and dance yeah. man. Yeah.
2: Um, okay, this is your last question. I wrote it late at night. You've angered a wizard, and you have three choices of a punishment. It's basically a triple, would you rather? Either you get. This disease called the moving biggies where a different part of your body is enlarged and inflamed every day. Never your genitals. It's not a dirty question. Okay. Or you get the small oozies where another part is shrunken and oozing. And it's, every day it's different. Or the last one is you wake up and one skill set has disappeared every day. But you never know what it's going to be. It could be eating with a spoon. It could be reading those are your three choices,
0: but it's only for a day.
2: Yeah, all those things are only for a day. You got a really big eyeball. But for it's a day. for the
0: rest of your life.
2: Yeah, you're gonna have to deal with those.
0: Now, every time I play, I never. I always take the other option, which is death.
2: Death. Yeah, shooting right. in the head. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'll just. So I'll just take death. <laughs> it's fair fair it's enough fair. the unspoken fair. fourth option yeah, yeah
2: no that's my uh my best friend whenever we do it there's no point in doing it because she always just goes oh shoot me in the head yeah i'll just <laughs> like, take i never I'll just talk take about death <laughs> okay <laughs> you did the podcast yeah you <laughs> did thank it. you so you much that's it i'm yeah. done okay. Yeah. okay all right
1: through guys uh follow michael he is on twitter at m uh, we're on there too. I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa Ragland. The podcast is at PMC Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for being here. My pleasure. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.